the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. This is what I would call serendipity. We are discussing here on the Bruce Hooley Show how you evaluate candidates. Would you want them to show up at your church? Josh Mandel, who is a candidate for the U.S. Senate on the Republican side, has built his campaign around appearing in churches. I've not heard him speak in a church, so I don't know what he's talking about. Is he talking about his faith? Is he talking about how it governs his positions? Is he talking about, I think what he's talking about is Judeo-Christian values, because I believe Josh Mandel is Jewish. Uh, and I have no problem with him being given a platform in churches. Uh, Kathy, uh, Cindy, rather, Cindy had called the show, and we were up against the break, and so we want to continue our conversation with her. Uh, Cindy, thanks for holding on through the break. You were saying that you have had difficulty finding out where candidates stand on certain issues. Are you going to their websites? Are you browsing news stories? And what positions are you seeking to get information on? Um, Usually their websites um, and different radio shows, TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, well, as in this past election, um, at election time, you can go to, you know, basically, well, we'll take the governor, for instance. You know, if you go to his um, website, you can uh, look up past um, topics or past um conversations that he's had and um what's the single most what's the what's the single most important issue to you as a voter oh my goodness um is there one there may not be one there may may be a whole spate of of things i ask that question because i have one that is most important to me i have one box at the top line if a candidate can't check it i don't go to box number two so i just wonder if you have that kind of situation or not i guess i kind of has to do with what's going on at the current time when we're doing that sort of voting. Um, but I guess I also look for um, their pattern of voting, I guess, um, what they're, you know, the way, you know, how they voted on certain tax issues mm-hmm. um, and or um, I guess abortion is one of my that is my top one. I appreciate the call. It is my top one. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. If you would like to participate in the program, Cindy, thanks for your call. That is my top. It's my, <laughs> it's my, it's my filter. Like, you, if you don't get through the pro-life door, you don't get to door number two. Then I'll look at other things. I don't really have them ordered. But if you're a candidate who cannot admit what is eminently obvious, that that is a life in the womb, that you will not defend 
the most defenseless, then I don't want to hear you talk about compassion and care for poverty in the inner city or anywhere else. Jobs mean nothing to me. Your stance on taxes or anything else means nothing to me if you cannot check the box that you are going to protect the most vulnerable. Now, in that vein, you don't get a whole lot of keeps and discards in today's modern politics if that is your primary superseding standard because it's impossible to find a pro-life Democrat. Impossible. They've made a value judgment that the lion's share of their voters will only support them if they are not just not just okay with choice. That's not enough anymore. It's now abortion on demand at any time, at any stage. That's the Democratic position. You cannot get nominated. Tim Ryan will have no chance with Democratic voters if he doesn't say, yeah, it's okay, third trimester, yeah, I'm fine with it. So that's my standard. And a Republican, likewise, I've asked the question of Bernie Moreno, of Jane Timken, of Josh Mandel. I'm absolutely sure Mike Gibbons and Matt Dolan are going to be pro-life. There's no doubt in my mind. Mike Carey will be. He's running for uh, Steve Stiver's seat uh, that that became available when Stiver's quit on the voters who put him in office. So this kind of societal morality creep is where I think voters have to become active and where people who are Christian have to engage. Now, first of all, I would say it's an interesting story today in the dispatch about Josh Mandel. It's written by Haley B. Miller. I don't know Haley B. Miller. I just know from I don't even know if Haley B. Miller is a is a man or a woman. I don't have no idea. I suppose there can be female Haley's and male Haley's. But I've read enough from Haley B. Miller before to know that Haley B. Miller is not a fan of Josh Mandel. Okay? Didn't she do the hit piece on Josh Mandel? She and another reporter from the dispatch? I think so. At any rate. Now she's back following Josh Mandel around, hoping he'll say something that she can denigrate his campaign. And she writes about a church in Worcester where Mandel went and spoke. Faith Harvest Fellowship in Orville. Never been there. Been to Orville. Never been to Faith Harvest Fellowship. And the pastor says, we need to inform our people or the spirit of fear is going to continue to wreak havoc throughout our churches. Now, I agree with that. I think Christians, I don't have a problem with Christians engaging on politics. In fact, I think it is incumbent upon us. You don't need to be ashamed that you have faith. You don't need to be ashamed that you engage on moral issues. Because if you don't, I guarantee you the other side will. How about the popular TV show Survivor? Now, Survivor just started a new season. And my kids like to watch Survivor. I don't really get the fascination with it, but they like it. Okay. So, at one point in one of the in the very first episode of Survivor, 
the host, Jeff Probst, summons everybody to a central location. And he says, come on in here, guys. Now, on Survivor, you have men and women. So he said, come on in here, guys. And he realized, oh, my goodness. I might have stepped on somebody's uh, trigger. And I referred to, I don't know, somebody who's male, female, transgender, LGBTQ+, T-U-R-S-U-V, Alphabet Mafia. I may have offended the sensibilities of a pansexual, a transsexual, a demisexual. So he asks, did I offend any of you by using the term guys? And the answer came back, no, we're good with it. Okay, so this seems like a pretty collegial group of people all seeking a million-dollar prize. Bah, but then they had to ponder this important issue. And this is the kind of crap you are fed culturally in a program that should have nothing to do with gender issues, sexual issues, or it's just a contest to see who can survive. Oh, but no, 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 no. We have to have this conversation. We have to readdress this very issue. Card, how you feel? We're three days in to the biggest adventure of your life. What's the vibe? So when we saw you on day one, you asked us a question. You asked us how we felt about coming Come on guys. in, guys. Right. And the reality is... There was so much going on. There's so much commotion, cameras. My hair is messed up. I'm half crying. I don't have the capacity to do what I'm really supposed to do, which I regret. I don't agree that we should use the word guys. I fully agree that we should change it, whether it just be dropping the guys, changing it to something else. I just don't really agree with it. The reality is Survivor has changed over the last 21 years. And those changes have allowed all of us, all of these brown people, black people, Asian people, so many queer people to be here simultaneously. Yeah, It's a great point. And I got to say, I love that you thought about it more. I love that you had the courage inside a million dollar game in which standing up anytime is risky to bring it up again because I'm with you. I want to change. I'm glad that was the last time I will ever say it. And realizing in this moment somebody right now is on social media saying oh he came it's at jeff probes on twitter <laughs> probably never read it anyway all right i love that we just made a change from now on it is come on in okay well now the world is a much better place because we're not going to just generically address people as guys This is a contest. Oh, and by the way, this person who was hair was messed up and didn't have the capacity to say how much it bothered him that Jeff Probst used the word guys generically. We later learn in the show that this guy is a gay man, and he confused me because he said, you know, I was going to adopt, and I, I wasn't going to get married ever. And then I saw this person catching a football, and they had muscles all over the place, and I was like kind of attracted to them, and we ended up married. And he refers to himself as this person's wife. Now, he's the dude, and he refers to himself as the person's wife. And then he says, I have a little girl. And my husband is a pregnant transgender man. And if you're going, huh? 
Let me translate. A pregnant transgender man is, in fact, a biological female. I don't know what muscles this guy saw, but judging from the photograph of her that I saw, there are not a lot of muscles on her physical exterior. We also get in this story a heartwarming tale of a daughter who is gay and is married to her, I don't know, wife or husband. I think she was the husband in this relationship. So what does this tell you? This is Survivor. It's a popular TV show. It's a long-running show. Yet we got to get our mind-bending, transgender, pro-gay agenda seeping into the heads of all viewers, as if this is, what's the message? What's the underlying message? This is all totally normal. This is totally normal. And if you're confused, then you're not with it. You're worse than that. You're a hater. So if you just believe that there are men and there are women, and you were born a man and you were born a woman, and that men can't get pregnant because they can't, then this is the fight you're in. Now, you can be silent, you can sit it out and not be a part of it, and if you do, then just know this is this tidal wave is going to overwhelm you, engulf you, and eventually you will step in it or you will drown in it. So my message to you and to everyone is now's the time to stand against it. Now's the time to stand against it. And as I'm speaking about that with you, a story comes across my newsfeed that an Ohio Board of Education just banned teachers from displaying rainbows. Where could such a thing possibly have happened? And what does this mean? Well, I'll give you the details next. Approaching the noon hour, Bruce Hooley Show. We air 11 to 1. Now, if you've missed it, where have you been for the past month? We're glad to have you along. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. A tweet came across just moments ago from uh, a person who writes for something called the Buckeye Flame. Does an Ohio Board of Education just ban teachers from displaying rainbows? I thought it meant the Ohio Board of Education. I'm like, wait. They have people with common sense on the Ohio Board of Education. Uh, it is one school district. I'll give you the details, but first I want to talk with Brandon in Columbus. Hi, Brandon. Welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. Morning, sir. Good morning. Um, my comment is just I'm sick and bloody tired and fed up with all this gross overrepresentation of uh, the LGBT community all being victims and always being slighted. You know, when in reality they make up, I believe, I hope I'm correct with this stat, between 4 and 6% of the population. Probably correct, yes. Yet it is jammed down our throat at every possible instance and opportunity, television shows, news programs, literature, curriculums in schools. It's it's, it's just ridiculous. And, Brandon, when's the last time you had a conversation with someone, like, that you just met and you talked about your own personal sexual preferences um never <laughs> yeah me too same here exactly uh, or, but back when i was misbehaving myself <laughs> <laughs> but uh, your point is well made and i appreciate it very much because what's what's the goal what do you think the goal of that is to 
overstated, always injected into conversations. Well, like Edward Bernays said, the father of modern propaganda and the, and the nephew of, of Sigmund Freud on behalf of the Nazi Party, you yell the lie loud enough and long enough, people start thinking it's the truth. That's it, exactly it right. Beaten and etched into their cerebral cortex, and he can't forget it. That's exactly right, and I hear the LGBTQ police coming for you in the background. I hear the sirens roaring. Run for your life, Brandon. He's absolutely right. If you repeat the big lie loud enough, long enough, people will start to think it's the truth. So here's this story from the Buckeye Flame, and it says the new Richmond Exempted Village School District Board of Education has issued new directives to teachers and staff in the middle school that, in the middle school, in the middle school, okay, that LGBTQ plus advocates say will severely affect the health and safety of LGBTQ students in the school. So what are they going to do? Are they going to like say, hey, identify all your gay middle school students, and let's beat them up. Now, that would imperil their safety. Uh, Are they going to say, uh, let's make fun of them for their decisions? No, you know what they're going to do? They have banned rainbows in the class. Now, if you walked into a schoolroom, would you take note of how many rainbows were on the wall? Stickers, pictures, drawings. I wouldn't. I don't think most people would. Uh, is New Richmond like a teeming metropolis in Ohio? I know. Do you know any of you ever, ever heard of New Richmond? Any of you know where it is? It's in Claremont County on the Ohio-Kentucky border. But see, every instance must be treated as if the apocalypse is upon us and that this attempt by what is no doubt a rural district uncomfortable with teachers talking about sexuality to middle school students, which, by the way, is not at all their job. They are supposed to be instructing students. The school board's just trying to be like, would you just stick to history, math, science, social studies? Um, So here's what the policy is. Remove rainbow stickers or rainbow imagery that could indicate the teacher and or classroom (laughs) is a safe space to speak about LGBTQ plus issues. No, it's not a safe space. I mean, I don't dispute it being safe. I just dispute that it should happen. I don't want a middle school teacher or a high school teacher talking to my child about sex. Maybe in health class if we're covering the reproductive system, but nothing else. It's not appropriate. It is not appropriate. It is not your job. If you're a teacher, math, science, history, why do you think you need to bring in your own sexuality, your views on it, and talk to kids about it? You don't. It's not your job. It's not what you're paid for at all. At all. So this is my objection, but it has to be portrayed as this grand threat, this grand disapproval. See, non-acknowledgement is not acceptable. It's what I tell you all the time, that you cannot be neutral on these topics because your neutrality is perceived and magnified into disapproval. It's not actually disapproval. I would never advocate for mistreatment of someone based upon 
their decisions in that area. I think it's immoral. I worry about their eternal destiny, but I'm not going to lecture them about it upon initially meeting them because they're not of a mindset to have that conversation in a productive way. You have to forge a relationship with the person first and gain their confidence and gain their trust and have them realize that you have compassion on them and you care about them, and then you may be able to have that conversation with them and explain to them why you think their lifestyle is a destructive lifestyle for them. Not that it's a threat to you, but it's destructive for them. Your concern involves your care for them. But teachers, this is an off topic. This is way off topic. It's a conversation for parents, not for teachers. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to bamboohr.com HR. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com HR. That's bamboohr.com HR. Take the answer anywhere. The answer app to an iHeart or Odyssey. This is WTOHFMHD1, Upper Arlington, Columbus. Follow us at 98.9 The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.